0: Hi folks, Uh, this week's interview will contain some discussion of uh, COVID-19 and long COVID, uh, the Ukrainian war and refugees and religion and faith, Um, but probably not as much ADHD, and we'll get to that in a minute. Um, Also, be aware that we have pets, loud dogs, intrusive cats and uh, i have six baby chickens in my office who uh, are going to start getting their outside time soon uh they are that that old uh so interruptions happen mostly at pets as does swearing often uh we'll see how this week goes but uh, you should be aware that you know we swear often at one particular pet sergey where are you you're not in here okay cool cool um Anyway, hi folks, welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 247. Uh, Ursula is off this week. She wrote something like 3,000 or more words today, and so she's not wording very well, uh, which is fine. Uh, Everybody, you know, deserves a, a week off when they need it, I guess, except me, because I'm Obviously, the host. Uh, but uh, so progress on the new book is moving right along. And for those of you who don't know, the uh, final day of releasing or for releasing um Bone is Tuesday, the 26th. And we actually have an event at a local bookstore that night. It's I'm very excited. Uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. So we'll probably talk about that next week, uh, but it has been a long time since that book was written, and it's still amazing, and I can't wait for all of you to have a chance to read it, because I enjoyed the hell out of it, and everyone I've talked to has enjoyed the hell out of it, and it's going to be something else. Um, so, yeah, there's that. I have been uh, working on some new stuff at work, nothing major. We're edging up to the end of the you know our quarter and so it's i'm still just you know putting those little touches like oh look it's a chrome you know like polishing that last bit of chrome or uh you know putting on the little decorative pieces of the uh of you know that assembled lego uh you know that assembled lego thing you know it looks like the thing it's it's just about there it's just you got to put on the little decorative pieces to make it perfect and that's that's about where i'm at um so just just finishing that up for work uh yeah that's and i've been taking the building a second brain course from forte labs uh week two was also incredible um we talked about the para method i uh, i've talked about this before and this week and organizing notes, and so uh, it's just absolutely fascinating. I don't want to spoil anything about the course, for those of you who are going to take it, but I am certainly going to be bringing a lot of the lessons learned into this show, uh, because it's just been, you know, it's like, for someone like me, it is the equivalent of the life-changing magic of tidying up, Right, the Marie Kondo book, except in this case, it's the um, uh, second brain organization and uh, Tiago's uh, all the work Tiago's done over the last so many years to um, produce this, and uh, and it's just incredible. The book Building a Sec- Build a Second Brain is coming out, I think, in August. So he will have a book out, and uh, it'll be. You know, available. I'm certainly getting the book and looking forward to reading the book uh, as sort of a refresher course uh, when we get on, but it's just, um, it's something else. And I'll link uh, both to the book and the Paramethod in the show notes this week um, as well as, you know, the pre-order for Nettle and Bone because it's, you know, next week is the day people can get it and I'm really excited, like I said. Okay, so to make up for last week's shorter episode with the letters, uh, (laughs) I have a catch up interview with uh, Debbie G, uh, Selfie's sister. And we had a fantastic conversation about um, what she's been up to since the last time we talked. And it's been a a good long time and um, her recovery from COVID-19 and. You know, the impact that's been having, as well as a bunch of changes that have gone into how she manages her time and her tasks, and, you know, just stays productive. Um, so, yeah, that's all that, and we also, you know, throw in some of our favorite TV shows, and it was a really good discussion, and I really hope you enjoy it, which means that it's going to be here for you right after this folks i am here today with debbie uh and we're going to do a catch-up interview because i talked to her sister a couple weeks ago and now it's her turn yes right so um can you introduce yourself significantly better than i just completely botched (laughs) and uh tell us about what you do or still do
1: i'll still do okay hello hello I'm debbie G I was here uh in episode one hundred and seventy seven and I'm a selfie sister and you can find her interviews on uh episodes one sixty four and two hundred and thirty right now I am a full-time stay at home mom except that I don't really like the term stay at home mom and I much prefer the term rock mom or run around with kids mom. so Um, I also work part-time as an administrator for my local church and I'm in part-time study completing my second year of a ministry training course. Ooh. Um, uh, on the side, I have a on again, off again, YouTube channel, uh, called (laughs) Alswell Vlogs. And I occasionally do a live stream on Twitch with selfie, uh, playing
0: uh, retro video games yes yeah and that's that's cool stuff i I love retro games um so you've added student (laughs) since last time we talked
1: i have i have actually because i just realized that uh we chatted only two years ago isn't it yeah so yeah um yes just just before uh, just after we we we, ch- we chatted, I started uh, a ministry training course, uh, basically to value add uh to my role as a church administrator. Um, and I'm in my I'm finishing off the second year of that now.
0: Yeah. Now is this for eventual ordination or oh, no. lay ministry? No. Okay. No, no.
1: It's for it's, It is for it is for lay ministry. Yes. Okay. Um uh i mean basically uh on 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 an ad hoc basis mm-hmm. i teach you know i teach Sunday school and do the usual things as that you do as a as a church volunteer um which is separate from my role as a church administrator uh mm-hmm. and I just wanted to be better at it okay you know and uh, you know, uh, and uh, do something a bit more uh formal 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 training. I don't get a diploma. I don't get a diploma or anything at the end of this course. I just get a, a, a piece of paper to say you have done the course. <laughs> it's okay, not, it's not like a, a, an examined course or a degree or a diploma or anything like that. It's so fancy.
0: Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay cool. No. Still, yeah. any any it, it qualifies as professional development, right? Any professional well, development yeah, makes is, you get better at yes. your job is thumbs up. Yeah. That's
1: that's the idea. That's the idea. And 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 um. It, it it only happened because of uh, COVID-19 lockdown. All of these... Oh, really? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, because all of these courses that would have normally met in person uh, maybe once or twice a week uh, all went online, which meant that I could do
0: it. Right, right.
1: You know, I could do it yeah. from home. I attend all my lectures online, and it it meant that my course mates uh, are not just people who are located... Um, You know, uh, near the Oxford area, which is where the courses run from, Uh, but they are from all over the place. Like I've got, I've got course mates that are from Liberia, um, some attending in Wales, some in Ireland. So it's a, and then uh, because the course is now online, we've had the opportunity to have lecturers, you know, coming coming live from Cambodia and from US. So that was something, something interesting, something different.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, with all that going on, how, how has, and, and since it's been pre COVID since we talked, yes. how have things changed? Because I know before COVID you had systems and we're going places, doing things. How, how has that changed? Uh, as a result of COVID, or just well,
1: in general, <laughs> in in general, oh well, I mean, uh, at the at the start of all of this, um, mm-hmm. I had already uh, uh, we had already locked down, and then I started um, doing my online course, and then the the local schools also closed because they right. were the last ones to close, and um, and then the, I had to supervise my children at home. So actually, having, um, having, the organisational, um, you know, skills that I had uh, already in place that helped me yeah. to to organise their their <laughs> learning alongside my learning and during the week.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um, so I had to I had to teach them my volcano filing method. <laughs> which which actually which actually works surprisingly well uh for for it it works surprisingly well for kids
0: um well i mean kids love piles
1: yes except i don't allow them to have piles like the way that i have piles you can see i, I still have my piles yeah, yes, yes. My
0: yes, volcano yes. piles here. Some 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 have spread onto the couch behind me. So, um, so wait, how do how do you implement the volc first off, remind everybody what volcano filing is and then okay.
1: volcano yeah. volcano, <laughs> volcano volcano filing is basically where you have you put all your loose papers in one place where you can see it. Um, and then uh, the important stuff gets put on top. New stuff and important stuff that puts on top eventually all the unimportant stuff gets buried underneath or slides down the sides. Um, and then, uh, if I need to find something, it will all be in that volcano pile. And if I need to, at at the end of uh, a certain amount of time, when the volcano uh, becomes too big (laughs) you know, takes over too much space, I will have to deal with it. And by that time, I will know uh, what's unimportant and can be thrown away and what's really important and needs to be kept. So for children um they don't get to have a a volcano space that they can see because otherwise their house would just look terrible. So right. each of them have got a box or a cabinet and all every all the things that they bring back from school paperwork and junk and Things it, it all gets put inside there, and when I am doing my tidying up around the house, if I find something that belongs to them, it goes inside there as well, and it's all in the box, and it goes on the shelf, and it looks nice from the outside. <laughs> and then, so, so it's it's actually easy because if they find if if they go to their room and they realize oh they cannot find something, all I need to say is have you checked your box. <laughs>
0: Have you looked in the pile? Have you looked
1: in your box? And then um, if it isn't in their regular place in their room or in, the, in, in where they're supposed to have kept it, um, it would be in their box because that's where all their stuff goes when I, right. I find it around the house. Um, and then, of course, the box will get too full and you can no longer press things down to add more stuff on top. And then they're forced to go through their box. And right. then invariably, they'll find things that they want to keep and then they will find junk that they don't even know why it's there and they can throw it out happily. Yay! Throwing Yay. out happily. Yay. Exactly. Throwing out happily is good yeah. because then I don't throw it out and get <laughs> told off by them for throwing out some very important piece of tissue paper or something like that that they will keep yeah, for later. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, so... Have they... Um, yes. Would- What's the general age range at this point? Have you hit the teenage years? I, I can't remember. I have
1: my eldest. Uh, my eldest is fourteen. Uh, then I have a twin, and uh-huh. then I have a
0: six-year-old. So yeah. 14,
1: 14, 11, and six—they're pretty well spread out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, and the 14 year old are, are we getting to the um the only comes out of their room for food and communicates in grunt stage or um uh no I've been pretty fortunate so far uh, okay. the uh,
1: com- the communication is still open uh, so that yeah. that's
0: good that's good I mean we communicated it's just it was much more of a... I uh I had to interpret uh, from uh from Oh uh. I see <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I mean, yes, I do get occasional, like, uh, mom sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it, it it does actually help that I have got this bullet journal because sometimes uh-huh. he'll communicate with me via my bullet
0: journal, which is nice. Okay, let's talk about that. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. Communicate
0: okay. via bullet journal. Yeah. Communicate
1: so via bullet journal. So okay. So since the last we've talked, I am now <laughs> on my third bullet journal. Woohoo! Yeah, I know. I have upgraded from like the cheap <laughs> Amazon bullet journal, which like, yeah. you know, to the the is it like Leuch- like term like term nineteen seventeen. It's fancier. Oh, yeah. They're. they're, it, I mean, they're
0: it, really nice.
1: It's a really nice one, yeah. and it has it has more pages. Uh-huh. I basically I got this one because it has double the number of pages that the cheap one has. It, yeah. does, it still does the same thing, uh, but uh-huh. it has double the number of pages, which I like. So it lasts it lasts longer. I don't have to keep buying more journals. But um, so I've expanded the use of this journal um, not just to put my daily tracker, my daily task lists in it, and my. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, my uh, study notes, uh, my my lecture notes uh, inside it. So it's it's more than just that. Now I also um, use it to put trackers. Uh, I have a I have a track an exercise tracker on here, and well, it's not well. We can talk about that later. I, I have an exercise <laughs> tracker on here, but I also have put things like um, which I found very good. I I put a page on here which I I list, I called day trips page. Ah. And that was really great because I, I, I put, I started the day trip page, um, last October. And then I just okay. wrote down places that I wanted to go because I wanted to go, um, that I could get to within an hour, an hour and a half drive from my home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And And so basically any, any weekend that we had free and somebody was like, what are we doing this weekend? I would just go to my day trips page and say, we're going to go here. And by the end of that year, I actually visited all of the places on my day trips page. Okay. Which actually is great because, you know, getting to see more of my local community, more of the countryside and see different places is, it's, it's helpful. It's nice. Um, and it's good for your mental health (laughs) so uh, as opposed to you know what shall we do this weekend oh I don't know I'm not sure and then you start looking on Google and then you go down the rabbit hole uh, and then five hours later we're just going to watch a movie at home (laughs) right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so that was that was that was a a effective use of a of a track Mm -hmm. of a collection or a tracker for me and the The exercise tracker that I have on here is basically, um, I write down the names of exercise YouTube videos that I do, okay. Whenever, whenever I do them, and the reason I find this useful is that um, you can basically find an exercise to help you with any issue that you are suffering with that day. So if I say Google, <laughs> Google yoga for headaches, yoga for cough, yoga for or for 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 st- or, you know, when I'm feeling sick or something like that, mm-hmm. I can find something that will help me with that. So that was very helpful, especially after um, I had the family and I all came down with COVID about six weeks ago. Oh! And then after that, um, uh, and and even now, we're suffering from a, a, a long uh, post-viral period. The, so, long, the yeah. long COVID, yeah. So... When I look at this um, exercise tracker,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: can see how many times I have done yoga for migraines, uh-huh. and that helps me. And then I can see that the 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 number of times that I've done yoga for migraines is getting uh, increasingly less. So okay. I know that I'm improving, mm-hmm. in a sense. So it's it yeah. is a it is a sign for me to keep uh, keep an eye on my own well being. That's
0: helpful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And also and... I can I can see like how long I can go between
0: <laughs> between
1: <laughs> exercise sessions before I start mm-hmm. suffering back pain again. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the only reason why I do any kind of like um physical activity. It's because physical activity helps helps my back pain. <laughs> The more the more regular I am, the less I suffer with back pain. So when I start getting back pain, I can look back at my exercise tracker and be like, oh, I haven't done like uh I haven't done a stretching or spinal session, uh spinal stretching session for two weeks. Of course I'm going to be suffering from back pain now. Right. I should do it today. (laughs) You know, that sort of thing. It's helpful for me in that sense. And for communicating with my uh, my teenager. And, mm-hmm. and and my tween actually is also starting to do this. They know that I will look at um my bullet journal. So they'll okay. leave notes in it for me. Oh. Uh so if say say I've got this, I've got uh I've got a, a page here that's got like my um my um uh what's my my, my, my month my daily tracker for the month. I can look at it and sometimes they'll put a note on it for me. Like today I finished my stage six swimming that you can see down here on this day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my tween has written in blue pen.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> I finished my stage six swimming. And then I will be like, Oh, okay. She has done that. I will go and talk to her about it later.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, now do they use different colors each? Or? No,
1: it just happens that she had a blue pen that day. <laughs> so she just <laughs> put that in.
0: Um, you know,
1: they don't they don't normally sign off. I can recognize their handwriting. You know, so so ah. so they'll, they'll they'll put that. oh my or oh, my twin my 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 teen will say, will will, will write down here, uh, bring games <laughs> or something like, or something like that. You know, and I'll, and that yeah. Or he or sometimes he will draw like a smiley face or a sad face or something like that. If I see a sad face, he's drawn on my thing. I'll be like, oh. Why did he draw a sad face? And then I can talk to him about it.
0: Has I, has I had a bad day maybe or something? Yeah. Why are we, why sad or yeah? Okay. Say so why have you drawn a sad face? Mm-hmm.
1: Or, yeah. Or uh, my my youngest um, decided to write me a math equation down here <laughs> for me to solve later. And then I'll I, you know he's he's written it in fractions or something like that down there. And so later on I may go and ask him. Oh, are you doing fractions in school?
0: Yeah, yeah you know and that sort of thing,
1: so that it opens up um ways for me to communicate with them so that I, so I love my bullet journal now <laughs> <laughs> it is it is much more than a memory dump for me mm-hmm. uh now you know <clears throat> it's a it's a place that i can also communicate with my family and and they it's know the... to look inside here yeah. um if they if they want if you know, sometimes my, I see my daughter like flipping through it. They know, they know, they can look inside mm-hmm. here, and they can get an idea of what I'm thinking about as well. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So that that is a helpful thing for me. So I've I've actually also mm-hmm. this uh, this past Christmas um, uh, given each of the children their own bullet journal,
0: ah. um, which
1: they don't necessarily use for bullet journaling. Um, well, no, my my. No, but they they see that I scribble in it, so they scribble in this as well. I think my daughter <laughs> daughter sometimes writes her angsty thoughts in it. Um, the young, the six year old will use it to draw doodles. You mm-hmm.
0: know.
1: <clears throat> the the fourteen year old will sometimes write um, things that he needs to remember inside there. I don't know if he actually refers to it, but it helps him. So that's going great. Going
0: say, yeah, I teenagers in a journal. Um, you know, hangsty thoughts and, and bad poetry. I mean, we've all been there, right? So. Words.
1: <laughs> yes. Don't look yeah. at my words, mom. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they never say thought, that. Yeah. They, they never actually say that to me. I just imagine that they might one day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or it's it's to go to the bed where you won't like, oh, dear, have you seen Turning <laughs> Red yet?
1: Oh, I have. Oh, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I haven't. I haven't got that there yet with any of my children. But you know, <laughs> but someday yeah. soon I may come to find one of them turned into a giant panda. <laughs> that will definitely be an entry on, a, on my bullet journal
0: today. Found there. You giant, go. Yeah. Giant panda. Giant <laughs> <Dying> panda. <laughs> must discuss that was- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um yeah so so now you have not just the volcano method but on top of that you have uh, the bullet journal as a system actually an yes. actual system not just yeah yes. um did you all right, here here comes the big pandemic. Other <clears> than, you know, what everyone else was doing, did you did you start any new habits or um change any of your systems or pick up any new hobbies?
1: Yes, I actually did. I did. Um I did pick up a new hobby. I learned how to use a sewing machine. Oh. Yes. Um which which is a big deal for me because I I am scared of sewing machines. <laughs> um So, uh, after a lot of my friends, um, were were used the pandemic to teach themselves how how to make their own face masks (laughs) and things like that. And then, um, and a lot of them were like, Debbie, you need to learn how to use a sewing machine. And I'm like, no, I don't want to because (laughs) not not really, no, not really. I had a sewing machine one time and it never worked (laughs) for me. And, um, (laughs) I have since learned that the reason why my sewing machine was not my friend was because it was the wrong sewing machine for doing what I wanted it to do, which is basically... Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is basically I wanted a sewing machine that would allow me to hem jeans. Mm. Uh, and I didn't know this, but uh, you cannot just hem jeans on any old sewing machine in using any old sewing machine needle.
0: No. <clears throat>
1: you have to... Use the proper needles for sewing jeans. And I did not know this until I had some sewing machine lessons (laughs) and learned how to
0: use a sewing machine. Yeah, I I only know this because my mother, um, or I I only know this sort of thing because my mother has been doing quilting for Ah. decades, but and other sewing related things since i was a a small child so like at this point when when i was growing up she had you know the one machine but she would change the needles or the thread based on what was needed and now she's got like the serger and the fancy Mm. machine to do the programmed embroidery and yeah all these different and i'm just like okay um i i i if i ask her to do a project then i know the project is you know if, if I can get a couple different machines involved, that might be very exciting for her. Um, especially if it's a project that requires her to buy a new machine. Now that will not make dad happy, but. <laughs>
1: it's a, it's a rabbit hole. I, I hear, yeah. I hear that uh, you can, you can go down um, the fabric stash collecting and oh, yeah. not, notions collecting route. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's a, it's a slippery slope
0: yeah oh yeah but uh (laughs) i know several people who are quilters now other than just my mother and several people who do you know knitting yes from before the pandemic and they all have you know sort of their yarn or fabric or whatever hordes yes
1: Uh, that's i mean it's always 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 always, it's always fun to have a new hobby isn't it
0: yeah oh yeah
1: yeah so so, learning to sew was one of the things that I did uh-huh. learn during lockdown. Um,
0: yeah.
1: But yes, the, I think one of the challenges um, from, that came out of COVID-19, uh, def- which was definitely after actually having COVID, uh-huh. um, was uh, having... I found that I started to have sleep issues and... um how I dealt with that uh was that I decided that I wasn't going to let um sleep issues mess with my life okay because um I mean part part of that is yes I'm more t- I am definitely more tired after um and having post viral tiredness yeah but also I am now over 40 and when you get uh, to a certain, certain when you get to a certain age, I'm sure you, I'm sure, I, I, I I'm sure you know that, or you've listened, you've listened to maintenance phase. I know you listen to maintenance phase, and they talk I'm about 51. These. I know <laughs> from personal so, experience. Yeah. That's right. So your your sleep patterns will change as as you go through your life, and mm-hmm. there's there's no okay, the, nobody can really agree on how much sleep a person actually needs. Yeah. But, um. But I think that, uh, if you, if you cannot sleep in the middle of the night, you have two choices. You can either be stressed about not being able to sleep and then be unhappy about having poor sleep or you can just roll with it. And I yeah. have chosen <laughs> to roll with it. And I think, I mean, if I wake up in the night, I can tell if I'm going to be awake or if there's some chance of me going back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And if I am definitely going to be awake, I just be awake. You know, uh, I will take out my ebook or something like that and read it. Or I will go downstairs and watch TV, or I will answer emails, which is what I invariably end up <laughs> doing. I, um, I'll just start work early. <laughs> you know, I work from yeah. home, so I can just start work early. <laughs> so, but what what I have, what I do do is that if i'm answering emails um i can schedule the emails to go out at 9 a.m when people expect to be at work um because i know i know that if if i answer an email at 3 a.m there will be some person who will receive my email it will ping on their phone and wake them up, and they'll think, Debbie has sent me an email at 3 a.m., it must be super important. And then they right, will feel right. compelled to respond. And I don't want them to feel compelled to respond to my <laughs> insomnia. <laughs> I yeah. am,
0: yeah, no, my, uh, since I work for a company that essentially operates um, globally with shifting time changes. It's not uncommon for me to get an email at 3 a.m. from a coworker in, um, uh, you know, in, uh, Central Europe or mm. it, you know, it's late in the day in, uh, Australia. So I might get the email then. Um, and that's okay. No one expects me to respond until my, whether it comes in or not. So yes. it's actually, uh, culturally, yeah, there's there's a big difference when you're operating in an environment that knows time zones exist versus an yep. environment where everything's really local. So it must be important if it's no, it's just I have insomnia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so just because I'm having insomnia doesn't mean that you have to have insomnia too, right? So right. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I will schedule my email for the next working day. And I find that by by doing this um after a while i will feel tired again and then i'll just go and have a sleep mm-hmm. and then i actually sleep better or at least i feel that i sleep better you know um the the yeah. interpretation of whether or not you have good or bad sleep is actually very subjective it's very personal um mm-hmm. and i think sleep studies have been done where <clears throat> it looks to the researcher that a person has had really good sleep but they report that they have been sleeping poorly during the study yeah so i mean that tells me that if i feel that i have had poor sleep that i'm just going to have feel that i'm having poor sleep it doesn't really matter the number of hours that i sleep so instead of fighting my insomnia i just go and work <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: or or I do something fun. I go and so yeah. do my hobbies, read a book or something like that, and I, then when I feel tired again, I just go to sleep. And, um, and I,
0: I have I have I actually do sleep tracking right, mm, and mm. so I have data that sort of that I can look at and say, okay, I feel really tired, but the data says I got a lot of heavy sleep, you know, deep sleep, um, and or maybe. Uh, you know, or a lot of light sleep with some deep pockets as it, some pockets of deep sleep. Um, hmm. And I'm like, okay. Hmm. And then I can look and say, well, what day did I feel like I had really good sleep and start to compare the trends so that I know how to like hmm. interpret it rather than the automatic on the sleep tracker, which says you had a great sleep last night. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it. You know? Yes. You know, yeah. So, yeah. Cause um, it it's, it's also
1: about how you feel about it the next day isn't mm-hmm. it yeah um so if 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 I have a situation where in the middle of the day I feel really, really exhausted, I will if I have time power nap for ten minutes um which which does does help um me to be able to face the rest of the day with a bit of a renewed energy, uhhuh, oh. um, yes and i, I found I, I found that. something that I found something that helps actually if I'm going mm. to power nap which 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 I don't know if it will be helpful to everybody but um i on on YouTube there is a channel called Hitspace, which I believe has an app. I don't use the app or anything right. else on Hitspace, but they do these things called sleep casts, which is basically someone telling you a story over forty five minutes um which I suppose they have chosen 45 minutes as because that's roughly a complete sleep cycle. So if you're having a nap, it'll be 40 40 to 45 minutes long Mm. and listen to this sleep cast for the whole time. But um, I have not tried all the sleep casts that are available on that channel. I have tried one sleep cast, (laughs) (laughs) which I found, which I like, and it's called Rain Day Antiques. Which you can find on their their you their YouTube channel, and it's a it's forty five minutes long, and it's it's narrated by this guy who has got a sort of a David Attenborough kind of voice.
0: Oh well, yes, yes, old and takes <laughs> and
1: takes a lot of pauses, and <laughs> it's very smooth, and. The premise is that you are visiting an antique store on a rainy day. So there's a ra- there's raindrop sounds in the background, wind sounds and raindrop sounds in the background. You're visiting an antique store, and the narrator takes you through the antique store, and you look at various things in the antique store, and it's supposed to be relaxing. I don't. I have now actually <laughs> in in listening to this. Um, uh, sleep cast I have not actually spent very much time in the antique store itself I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have I have found that the beginning bit of rain day antiques is helpful to me because um, uh they do this uh wind down winding down to sleep exercise, mm-hmm. which is um about taking deep breaths. Counting your breaths. And then if you have a thought or a feeling that intrudes upon you while you're counting your breaths, you can acknowledge that thought or feeling. This is a thought that I have. This is a feeling that I'm having. And then you go back to counting your breaths. And the idea is that you distance yourself from Mm -hmm. unhelpful or intrusive thoughts or feelings that you might be having, which stop you from trying to relax. So this this wind-down routine is like the first five minutes and then you enter the antique store. Um, and I have, <laughs> I have never been able to, enter, to properly enter the antique store. I, I know that I have entered the antique store because I know what he talks about. I, I know that he's describing things, but I can't remember what he's describing because by then I'm starting to fall asleep already and I've fallen asleep. one time i one time i woke up um halfway through the sleep cast and he was describing something in the antique store which was a, a leather hippo okay okay he was describing a leather hippo and then i don't know what the significance of the leather hippo was because i fell asleep again so one of the reasons why when I when I power nap, I put on Rain Day Antiques is because I don't even know if the leather hippo is a real thing or is some product of my imagination or dream. But I am determined that I will one day <laughs> enter the antique store and hear about this leather hippo. I'm going to get there.
0: Have you ever I'm- thought about playing it when you're awake just for giggles or... i can't
1: <laughs> <laughs> i tried i tried to skip forward i was like okay i'm gonna skip forward to five minutes and then i was out like a light and i couldn't i can't even remember what he was talking about that i fell asleep to <laughs> but the minute i just don't remember but anyway it's very effective i recommend this to anyone yeah I mean, no to no
0: i'm gonna, I'm gonna have to try this one out um yeah. Mostly yeah, I mean- I've been using, you know, Emerson Lake and Palmer and Simon and Garfunkel. Um, mm. But I don't want to get myself to the point where every time I hear Simon and Garfunkel, it puts me to sleep <laughs> or, you know, or Emerson Lake and Palmer. Uh, it's just, those are from, those are two familiar and comfort lessons. And so I can listen to them and they set me at ease and they, you know, my mind hits very common rails with them. Mm. And, and so that's, you know, that way, I can get rid of the intrusive thoughts because I can override it yes. with something that's almost a hindbrain function. Yeah. That also yes. means that I'm listening to it out working with the chickens the other day, singing um, uh, their version of Go Tell It on the Mountain to the chickens while Chicken <laughs> Cam was running. But, uh, um.
1: Well, they appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they. Were, I don't know if anybody was appreciative. I, you know, they they were mostly ignoring me, and uh, no one. I didn't get any messages about my singing on on you know on any of the social networks. So I guess that's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah mu- music is definitely definitely very helpful. Yeah. Although saying that. Um, I personally cannot listen to music to go to sleep to because then I start paying attention too much to the music and then I don't go to sleep because I'm enjoying it too much.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, Another one that works really well for me for for at least on the music side is um, Neil Diamond's Jonathan Livingston Seagull because there's a lot of the orchestral pieces. Um, And, you know, I, I can't listen to like the greatest hits of Neil Diamond because the moment Sweet Caroline comes on, I'm singing along out Uh, loud because you have to. You have to. um, Yes. It's. it's, it's, Yeah, you know, you you, you can't not sing along to Sweet Caroline.
1: You've got to do the ta-ta-ta's. Who's going to do the ta-ta-ta's if you don't do them? Ah. Yeah. Yes. So... That is, uh, that is how I manage my mm-hmm. insomnia while staying productive.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Make it work for you is what I say. Why oh, fight oh, it Oh yeah. yeah. why fight yeah. it? Why, why? Why make it stressful? you know, make it, Try to make it work for you if you can.
0: Oh yeah. <clears throat> uh, unfortunately, sometimes my uh, my insomnia isn't uh, my own choice. sometimes mm. it is uh, is he in the room? Okay, Sergey's not here. So uh, often it's like dog Ooh. or cat related. Yeah, you know Sergey has the munchies at three a.m. and it's like I would I want to be sleeping, but the cat literally <laughs> won't let me. You know, kind of thing.
1: Oh, that that's difficult, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, small yeah. small animals, small children. Yeah, that one is
0: not a problem <laughs> anymore. <laughs> oh, Dad. You yes. can't sleep. Drink, uh, neither of mine live at home anymore. It's great. <laughs> it's great. If I get a phone call, Dad, I can't sleep at 2 a.m., then it better be, Dad, I just had a car accident, or, Dad, my dorm's on fire. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they better
1: have a better, reason.
0: Yeah, there better be a good reason for a call at 2 a.m. at this point, yeah. <clears throat> um, As long as it's not, Dad, you know... um. Well, no. If it's dad, I'm in the hospital. It's like, okay, I'm awake now, and I'm getting in the car. Where, where, to, yes. where do I go to? <clears throat> uh, knock on wood, that has never happened. Um, let's see. So, um, sleep habits, lean into insomnia, make it work for you. Um, a lot of, a lot of. Hey, I, I'm curious, anything else um, that has been? I guess a. Post b- viral, um, post COVID, now I have to address thing. Um, because I've, I hear about the recovery periods, but most of it's like academics or studies, or I, I don't, I haven't talked to anyone like, I, I've not talked to anyone about like personal experience, as it were. I mean, you're not having the memory issues that have been reported or or things like that. Oh,
1: I definitely was having the memory issues. Not, I don't think it was to the extent that it was, um, Mm -hmm. I don't think it was to a very great extent that, um, it was really messing with my life because I had my bullet journal. So, um, I knew that I was starting to forget small things that I would normally remember Mm-hmm. So what I had to do is just make sure that I wrote more stuff down, um, and I also wrote it in more than one place. Um, I, right, I I but... I, 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 during, uh, I stuck I stuck a calendar on our kitchen door, and it has got five columns for each of our each of each person in the family. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would just write stuff in. My journal, and if I didn't have it on hand or somewhere else, I could write it on the kitchen door. Before you know, so that it would definitely be someplace, and I would definitely see it because it's on the kitchen door.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. i've I've seen those. I've seen those calendars. We didn't. I mean, I almost got one when mm. we had you know five people here and trying to organize schedules and you know, whose turn is it to do the dishes and whose turn is it to clean, you know, sweep the mm. floors and things like that. So, um, I went with a digital solution cause I'm that kind of person, but I mean, you know, that's a, that's a really, um, a, a really important thing. And, and, uh, we call it in the, in the, uh, the productivity world and the project management world it's a it's an information radiator central place with all the important things people need to know yeah right
1: yes and um it's it's you know it's in a it's in a place in the house that everyone in my family (laughs) can reach yeah so they can also look at their own schedules and it will also stop um me from having to listen to many people trying to ask me the same question at different times.
0: (laughs) Right. Right, right, right.
1: uh, Because invariably I will forget to tell somebody something, you know, if you're you're repeating yourself over and over again, (laughs) somebody is going to get left out at some point. So if I just put it on the door, all I need to say is, um, have you checked the kitchen door? Right. And then they can look at it down there. Um, and 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 be independent in checking for themselves instead of right right right, right. Ask, trying to find me and ask me all the time, yeah. Uh, and in that in that sense, it, it also takes a bit of a pressure of me having to remember everything for everybody, which was starting to become a problem anyway.
0: Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah when you're when you're somebody else's external memory, it uh, there mm. there is a lot that yeah
1: yeah so um yeah and i mean post post covid the things that i was that i personally was suffering with was just being more tired um having more migraines uh forgetting forgetting stuff Um, right and uh um i i think that uh It's just important to be kind to yourself when you're recovering. Um, you know, my, when my children were recovering from COVID, they would come back from school and sometimes they would be so tired, they fall asleep on the stairs whilst trying to walk up to their room.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So
1: it's that level of tiredness. And Mm -hmm. it's just to be kinder to each other and more understanding that some Mm -hmm. things are just going to take longer or require a little bit more effort to do and sometimes you just um have to say okay I am now tired and I cannot do the normal amount of things that I do in a day mm-hmm. and I'm just going to have to leave it for tomorrow
0: yeah you know you or know or see how I feel after a nap
1: well see see how I feel after I power nap that's right yeah yeah
0: cool. so well I mean not cool but cool you know what I mean I mean oh. no, I
1: mean it I think I think I think people underestimate it's not just COVID that you can get post viral syndrome. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah but
0: yeah.
1: but people underestimate how exhausted um you will feel after when you recover from a from from any uh particularly bad viral illness. Uh, uh
0: okay. I I think um uh I mean, I got really lucky with my vaccines and I didn't have hmm. any of the, you know, the tiredness or any of the side effects on that. And uh okay, where where was I before before my recording thing said, oh, we have a problem and I'm I'm stopping recording so we don't lose anything? I'm like, okay, cool. Cool. Um uh I was gonna say, um I didn't have any difficulty with the COVID vaccines and I've had all three. Hmm. Uh hmm. Ursula on the I think it was the second one was Either the first or the second one was knocked down for like two days. Um, Mm. But when I got my rabies booster um, years ago after a vicious after uh, Shaw and Hobbs's mother bit the ever loving crap out of my hand. It was like, you know, let's get a let's get the booster, uh, the rabies booster just in case. Then it was the the booster knocked me. Yes. Um, because rabies, my body...
1: rabies vaccine is is uh, is brutal, isn't
0: it? <laughs> it's, well, still, it's it's uh, like <laughs> much, much at once, isn't it? No, I mean much better than it used to be. Like uh-huh. it's the the initial vaccine is three shots spaced upon and the booster is two shots. Okay. Um, okay. So it's it's not like the old days where it was, yeah, painful, and excruciating, and, and several shots over the course of like 12 to 14 days. Yes. Um But what I didn't take into account was I'm like, oh, yes, I got a booster. And I, I didn't take into account the toll that that was going to take on my body to ramp up the antibodies and things like that. Um, because most, th- most of the time when I get a booster shot for something, I'm just like, okay, I've had a booster shot. My arm is sore not mm, mm, mm. Okay, I've had a booster shot and now I'm only at about half capacity before it's time to take a nap or, or rest or whatever. Yeah. So, it's yeah. tough. Yeah. yeah, and it's going to be I I guess it's it is more so when you're recovering from an illness. Um just I haven't had a seasonal cold or allergies in 2 years, it's an amazing feeling.
1: <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean yeah, I think, I think it is, yeah, when you're, when you're recovering from an illness, it's, it's important to be kind to yourself. Um, uh-huh. and just try to, to work within the boundaries of what you can cope with. I, I know people feel very impatient and they, they want to do more. People get angry with themselves because they can't do the things that they think they should do or that they want to do. Um, and invariably that means that you, you, if you, if you, if you over push yourself, you do end up paying back for it the next day or the day after, yeah. Um, and then it just makes your recovery period so much longer. Yeah, so you I, just I, just have to you just have to um be be patient with yourself. It's hard, I think. Or it's hard, it's hard when you have stuff to do.
0: Uh, yeah, um, or or there's that day that you're like you finally feel better and you're like I can go do the thing. Yeah. Think through that. No, you you really a hard lesson to learn i've learned it but um you know there there there's certainly a couple times when it was like i was getting over um a really rough cold or sinus infection or something and be like i feel terrific and then you know pushed myself way harder than i should have which was you know almost but not quite what i would have normally done and then paid the price and Mm -hmm. go oh you fool you fool you fool yeah uh, but Um,
1: you know, at least you got to do the thing that you got to do, isn't it? <laughs> when you were feeling I mean... good. It's, it's a It's a toss-up, right? When you're feeling good and you just want to do all the things, then you do yeah. all the things and then later on, then you have to recover from all the things that you have done. But then, if you felt good and you didn't do all the things, you maybe you might also feel frustrated with yourself and then... Uh, you know, it's hard to, to, to decide on hindsight, isn't it?
0: Um, I I... For Ursula when she was recovering from uh, the swine flu oh. in 2009 yeah it was really really rough and uh, she like even a week or two later she's like why am I so tired going up and down the stairs and I'm like yeah. because you had the flu and your body it takes a while for your your body's been working hard to get over the flu and so yeah um Shaw what are you doing buddy come here come here <laughs> There we go. Oh 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 are we gonna Oh there's my buddy, hi. Uh yes. Yes he still he still lets me hold hold him like a baby and scratch his belly. And it's not a trap. (laughs) You know, any other cat in the house would eviscerate me right now. Yes. (laughs) Who's my little buddy? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Go go oh okay, you wanna go that way? You just wanna hang (laughs) out. He's just gonna hang out here for a bit. That's fine. That's fine. Yes. We're we're fine until you get bitey. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> That's cats, yeah. and their,
1: cats and their ways
0: <laughs> Yes. And we have we have four with you know and each one has a distinct uh, personality so I can't say anything universal about cats other than they're all very you know they they like they fit a generic type. There's no single cat way. Yeah. Oh, we he wants or no, let's not play with my fingers. I need those. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Go look at the Off. chicken out the window. There's a chicken out the window. Off he goes. No no no. Now he's gonna he's uh, no, I I don't sleep there. I I need to write on that. No, don't attack the So yeah, he's uh he's he's now being himself. So. Would you he's he's almost 2 now. So. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: But he still loves you carry carry him like, a, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a
0: sweet baby. But but when he came in he was like this big I had to, I could oh. barely hold him. He was he was almost small enough I could hold him in one hand and now
1: Oh a teeny tiny know. one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: how they grow. <laughs> oh
0: they 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 grow up and become independent much faster than than human children. Oh, yes, we've now we've noticed that strong, independent chicken is on the front porch. And so we're just going to look not realizing that that chicken is bigger than he is and we will take him. Uh- <laughs> so. Uh, OK, so um, be kind to yourself, work within your boundaries. Don't push yourself too hard. Um, mm. and, and I mean, that applies to not just. Uh, like we said, not just like recovery from COVID, but recovery from anything.
1: Yeah, work work yeah. working uh, working within uh boundaries is is something that's very helpful to think about, and not just um physical boundaries, but just you know um circumstantial boundaries as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, I mean, quite recently, uh, I have been trying to think of ways of how I can. Um, best serve my community within the boundaries of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, let me let me give you an example. Um, uh, right now, the UK the UK is um, allowing Ukrainian refugees to come mm-hmm. in, uh, and you can, if you are able to, you can sponsor. A Ukrainian refugee to come, to come in and then be their host family. So I had a, a look at, at, at this to see if this was something that was possible for us. And then yeah. I realized that we're not actually able to sponsor. <laughs> uh, it is, it's, it's a, it's a much larger and much more complex enterprise because mm-hmm. you're sponsoring a whole family and you have to financially support them. Yeah. Uh, until they can get back on their feet, and although I think that you know um, this this is a lovely thing for people to do, you can't uh, you can't sponsor a Ukrainian refugee and their family to come over for only one week. Right. You have to be prepared to do that for a long time, you know. So working within the boundaries of what I am capable of doing. I and my family are not capable of sponsoring a Ukrainian refugee to come over to the UK to escape the horrors of war. But yeah. but, um, I can find time in my schedule to help to match Ukrainian refugees up with potential sponsors. Okay. You see, so um so I have I have signed myself up to volunteer for an organization who has got a list of Ukrainian refugees who want to be relocated to pla- various places in Europe and list of potential sponsors and I can okay. help to match them. That's that is working trying to find ways to work within the boundaries of what I am capable, or what my family is capable of doing, you know, to
0: to to serve these goals.
1: Does that does that make sense? <laughs> no, that,
0: that 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 absolutely makes sense. Um, so,
1: uh, so another thing that I've been thinking about lately is, I have been thinking about returning to medical practice.
0: And that's right. You have that degree that you haven't used in forever.
1: Yes. So, yeah, that's right. So this is something that I knew that I was going to do at some point in my life. Okay, because I I stopped, I gave up my medical practice when I had my first child, and then I did not go back. Um, right. And it was not it was not the good time. It was the timing was not right for me to go back when my children are still uh-huh. small. Um, I didn't feel that it was the right timing for me to go back.
0: Right, now right. they are getting
1: older. My eldest is you mm-hmm. know a teenager. I've got a twin who is going to start secondary school soon. And my six-year-old, I will have three more years with him in primary school. Yeah. Before mm-hmm. he goes into secondary school and does not need me to be around so much. So um with that in mind, I thought to myself, it it this is time for me to start thinking about returning to medical practice. Mm-hmm. And then I have to start... So that's my... I have set my goal, which is I i think <laughs> that I can best serve my community mm-hmm. um, by returning to medical practice sometime in the future. However, my boundaries are I still want to be able to pick up my children from school. Mm-hmm. And um, I still want to be... Uh, Around to support um my youngest one, who still needs uh more support at home for now because he's not yet uh so independent yet right he's only six right right <laughs> so <like, laughs> and I expect him to be completely independent, so I right. need to be around um for him so but I have got so I know that I have got three years in mm-hmm. which I can start to return slowly to medical practice. And now right. I can start making more concrete plans to achieve that um goal.
0: Yeah, because there's there's I guess there's a lot that that goes into it. It's been a while, so there's yes. you have to get I guess you're gonna have Correct. to go back to school, right?
1: Yes. Well, no, I don't necessarily have to go back to school. I need to because I I did, you know, I graduated and did all my 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 training, but mm-hmm. I'm of course completely de-skilled in right. in in most clinical practice. If you tell me what do you do if a child stops his toe or falls down and bumps his head, I can help you with that straight away, right, right. no problem, but you know, I do need to be more up to date with more current practices. So um, if I if I took this goal as return to medical practice as just a giant goal, it is yeah. a huge chunk that mm-hmm. I'm trying to take on myself. You know, straight away. And I th- if if I break it up into smaller smaller right. steps, then it's a lot easier for me to manage. So I know stepwise, the first thing that I need to do <laughs> before all of that is to buy a car. <laughs> simple, <laughs> simple. Let's keep it simple. I need to be able to, I need transport, so I need to get a car. Right. Because if I want to be able to go to, to the hospital and then come back to pick up my children from school, mm-hmm. I have to have a car to do that. So I need to have a car. I need to renew my, my license. I need to build a relationship with the local hospital so that I can shadow their doctors and slowly return to clinical practice, because right. that's what you do first. You you're not allowed to take responsibility onto yourself, right? Right. And I wouldn't want that either. From you know, I wouldn't want to have that responsibility yet. I would need super uh, supervision, so I would need to build mm-hmm. a relationship with some with some practicing doctors so that I can shadow them to get back into the flow of clinical practice again. So taking it slowly. And also, I need to make sure that I don't abandon my current role as church administrator. Right. Yeah. So I. So. Uh, these are all like little steps that I am going to be taking towards a new goal that um, I have set for myself.
0: And then you can move to a small coastal town. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> practice be the be the doctor be for the weirdos in the That's you know. right.
1: <laughs> I buy a house at the bottom of the hill when the hospital's at the top of the hill and then I can always <laughs> run up the hill you know charge up the hill when it's uh time for I, me. I
0: was I I was thinking more Doc Martin than uh mm-hmm. that yeah but um You
1: <sighs> know you can rent Doc Martin's Doc Martin's
0: house can oh my goodness. You can. I did not know you can that. stay. Wow. You can say
1: that it's available to you as a holiday home. <laughs> there's if you if you visit the little town, which we have we have visited in Cornwall, <laughs> uh, you can visit Doc Martin's house and there's a little cardboard sign in the window saying, please email this or call this number to BMB
0: here for a week or whatever. <laughs> That's that. It could be you. <laughs> I, that's that's okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was it was I, it, it was lovely, and you know, I enjoyed the series. But um, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> living in a little town might be different. With the tourists coming I mean, to take pictures of you every day.
0: I I mean I take you know I live in a little town anyway. Just people <laughs> don't take pictures of me every day. Um, <laughs>
1: that hill is a steep hill. That Dot Dortmund. Oh yeah, I, I bet. Have seeing uh, that
0: yeah. <laughs> and i will put a link for those of you who have not seen doc <laughs> martin i will put a link in the show notes because it is um it's it's a really good show the the yes you know i mean i don't know do you do you yell at um like i yell. I yell when they get things wrong about computers. I mean, like really badly wrong about computers on on TV shows and in the movies. Um, Ursula gets mad when obviously you know um, things are are glaringly wrong when it comes to you know bird watching or writing or, or any of her various you know interests and specialties. Do you get do you get mad at at doctor shows? I'm. I'm just curious. No,
1: it. I love doctor shows because I, a lot of doctor shows will have medical consultants. Okay. <clears throat> working working for them, as in, you know, to give them advice uh, as to, uh, on on the conditions or whatever they're featuring, you know, the <laughs> the featuring that week. When I was in medical school, we used to watch ER a lot. Okay. But my favorite medical show is Scrubs.
0: <laughs> I've never I've never seen it. Right? I recommend it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, it is yeah. both uh hilarious and thought-provoking. And uh it is the closest to how I felt when I was um a uh, uh just starting out as a doctor or a final year medical student.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Um so far the the only show that I have seen that that seems to accurately represent like computer like actual computer science. Oh, yeah? In terms of fictional show, yeah, is uh, Mr. Robot, and um, they had actual—I think they had actual really good technical consultants. Um, there are other shows that I will not mention. That uh, if I ever find their their like technical consultants for their computer forensics scenes or whatever, I I want to punch them in the face oh. because it was it was it's that bad. Oh. Um, so yeah. Um, every time somebody walks up to a to a terminal and is like, oh no, I'm locked out. Click to click to click to, there, I hack the password. <laughs> I just want to kick them. I just want to kick them right in the shins. So IT um, crowd. Okay. <laughs> IT crowd is actually surprisingly yeah. Um surprisingly <laughs> accurate in a lot of ways. Um from a, a lot of the the social but also like the attitudes um and the other one we watched this is um uh, we did uh, watch just last night cuz Ursula hadn't seen it but um uh the watch which Ooh, has watch. um Richard Daddy. yeah it's a com- it's a comedy film it is probably it is probably not a film to share with your kids <laughs> until you have watched it um There is some, you know. I think it might roll into a PG thirteen or R because of some of the content. Um, But it it has Richard, and I can't say his last name correctly. But the guy who played Moss. Oh yes. I love him. I love him so much. I love him so much too. Yeah. Um, Absolutely brilliant comedian, and uh, I've watched some of the stuff he did with uh, Noel Felding. Oh, he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, some some clips of shows that we do not get in the U.S. that you get over there in the U.K. So, um,
1: hooray for the BBC!
0: Yes, exactly. Um, but oh, yeah, no, I highly recommend um, the IT Crowd just just for the for the hilarity of it. Yes, um, and uh, the Watch is much more of a, a, a you know a movie for grown ups, but I laughed. Ursula laughed, even though there were some, you know, startling inaccuracies, but it was much it was better funny than. Funny yeah, no, them... no. Much better than when she was yelling at, uh, um, uh, <clears throat> I think it was Alien versus Predator. So. <laughs> <laughs> this. No, it doesn't work that way. That's absolutely yes. No, it, just suspend your disbelief for it's an alien. It's a alien. The, the movie is Alien versus Predator. <laughs> we do not expect, you know, that level of accuracy in it. Um, it's an alternate universe. <laughs> yeah, my biggest complaint was that when you look at the chronology of the actual like, God, Alien films, and then Alien versus Predator, like it doesn't work in timelines. So that was my big complaint. <laughs> like, this doesn't make sense in terms of the in-universe timelines.
1: Oh, so. no. <laughs>
0: um, okay. Um, Where were we? Let's see. Yeah. So, um, so we had been talking about uh, all hmm. the things you need to get back into uh you get back into medical practice. Yes. And serve your community that way. And I, I think that's admirable. Yeah.
1: Because um, it, I mean that this is all part of my of of what is um I think goal setting. If you mm-hmm. I think we talked about it in our in our last interview, but if you know what your your goals are, then it's easier to make plans, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's easy, it's, easy, it's easier to put together a framework where you can uh, evaluate the things that you're doing now and see how they are aligned or not aligned with your goals and your priorities. Yeah. And, then,
0: and I was going to say, and sometimes <clears throat> you go through and as you're evaluating, um, you realize that your goal doesn't fit your priorities and and time yeah Uh, we spend i've spent a lot of time learning about and talking about that in in various things yeah um if you know your priorities then
1: you can better align your goals towards these priorities and it, it also helps you to when you're evaluating what you're doing um when to say goodbye to some of these uh goals when they are all some of these things they are doing when they are no longer aligned with your goals or your priorities and uh then, then it's easier for you to say goodbye to them
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah and it, it, um. it, it also works for um we were we were just talking um to our elders about this but um it also works for when you are trying to teach your kids how to think about making plans for their own future. Mm-hmm. So, like our our eldest recently had to submit his subject choices um, for his GCSEs. I'm not sure if you have those in 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 America, but that it's like choosing choosing your 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 high school subjects. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. No.
0: Ours are much more. Uh, uh the us education system is is focused more <clears throat> on having a general education that while it can prepare you for college also prepares you to be able to i guess enter the workforce as it is mm. um i mean i have no well i mean When I entered the workforce, as it were, I had no post-secondary school training at all. I have never been to college. Um, Mm. I've picked up, you know, courses related to my professional or interests, but I, I, you know, to this day, I don't have a degree. I don't have, you know, any of those things that theoretically I would have been training for, you know, like my... Meanwhile, my younger son is in his year of a climatology degree or climate science, which he has been planning for and align his studies and his electives. His, some of his non-required classes around, Um you know, he had started at least, I think, two years prior to, to graduation of, of high school before, mm. which I guess high school is, is you know sort of the secondary school equivalent? I don't know. We have high school, high school, middle school, and or at uh, grade school. Mm. So yeah, yes. Um,
1: so yeah. my son is, I go, I guess what you would call in the early part of high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the UK, you, um, you have got a uh, uh, several routes that you can take, mm-hmm. um, depending on what you think that you want to do in the future when i say what you do want to do in the future is do you want to go to college do you want to graduate um, from high school and then enter the workforce Mm -hmm. Uh, you know uh, so or do do you want to do uh, what do you call it uh, an apprenticeship Mm -hmm. so these are the things that they start thinking about now so that they are ready to do those things in two years time so um so we we have been advising him how to look at the thing at the subjects that or the 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 routes that he has been offered, mm-hmm. uh and then think of what his goals are, um and not his goals as in his career future career because of course he's fourteen he doesn't know what he wants to be, right? But, right. You know, <sighs> but the things that he wants to do. In himself, you know, does does he think that he would be interested in apprenticeship in the future? Uh, you know, does he want to go down a college route? This is a vague idea of what he. Yeah, yeah. He 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 knows where he's gonna go. So, you know, we always in our family we say pray first. So we pray <laughs> and ask for wisdom. But then mm-hmm. after that, start to look carefully at. Um, what he thinks he's good at, what his teachers think he's good at, um, and what is the best way to keep his options as open as possible. He's only 14. We don't want him to narrow things down too fast, right? We want to, to choose things that keep his options open, but also allows him to enjoy the things that he's studying because if you don't enjoy it and you pick it now, you're going to be stuck with it for two years, right? Um, you know, right, right. And although there's some flexibility in the sense that, okay, if you really, really hate it, you can change tack. But then, of course, it would mean that you need to put in that extra effort to keep up, to mm-hmm. uh, wherever you know, keep up the whatever lessons or whatever that you've missed. So, yes, there's some flexibility, but you know, it's important to look. At think of ways that you can maximize the, minim, the maximize the limited time that you have and work within a limited yeah, framework yeah. and schedule so uh that's that's something that we are trying to mm-hmm. help him with now
0: yeah and it's it's interesting uh, I guess something you don't realize or you don't think about when you are that age and you're starting to make those decisions, there's a big pressure of, of at least in the U S system that if you're going to college, you, you need to make the plans and prepare because that's the career you're going to have for the rest Mm. of your life. Uh, one, that's that's stressful. Yeah. Uh, one that's, um, I, I, in today's society, that's kind of a lie
1: yes uh, 60
0: 70 years ago yes you would become trained on a thing and once you were trained on a thing that could be your job for the rest of your life and then you're retired and, and go on um, mm. my while i am in a general field of it my actual training and specialty in my job has changed as the technology has changed over the past don't do the math crap 30 years or so right um mm you know, significant changes or, um, you know, there are people who, who, at, at my age, at your age say, this is not working. I am miserable. I am going to do something completely different than what I went to college for to make Correct. myself happy. You know, um, Correct. there's a, there's a thing where, uh, I guess when you're young, it feels like you're being pressured into a choice that will, that if you make the wrong one now, the rest of your life is screwed up. Um, Mm. When the truth is that, you know, if you don't like it in, you know, if you find out that you're terrible at it after, you know, two or three years, okay, you can, you can change careers. You can learn, you can do more things. There's, there's, I don't know. It's like, there's a stigma around that. Well, that's, that's
1: something that we were talking to him about as well because you know you don't you don't you're trying to predict something two years down the line. In two years mm-hmm. time you may you may change. So we have said to him that you know if you have chosen these subjects and you submit them and then you find that actually when you are actually doing them, they are not a good fit for you. You can come back and talk to us about it and we will help you negotiate with your school to To see what can be done about that. And if that means that you have to repeat a year, go back, you know, stay back a year or, or repeat a term or, you know, do some extra work over the summer, then that is what we can do, you know. Yeah. Don't count it as like a mistake. Oh no, my life is now over because it's not. Yeah. It's, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it's just, okay, um, let's just take another route. We've taken the left fork, and now we shall take the right fork. It's it is fine.
0: Yeah, let the, it flow. Just breathe. Yeah, the and the pressure. I guess that, at least when I was growing up, when I was in school, that oh no, if you fail a course, you'll be set. You know, if you fail like a key course, you'll be set back a year, and then that will do, you know you'll be behind everybody else by a year, mm. and you know just an absolute pressure on on the you don't want to be left behind you don't you know i mean it's not that you messed up a course it's that you have you know made it has been a horrible thing you have done a terrible thing and in my experience it wasn't and i tried Mm. to instill that at least in my kids just be like you know pass that's all you know and if you don't pass okay we'll figure it out but Mm. you know
1: it's important to know that that time Mm -hmm. that you spent um it is it's not wasted it still counts towards your experience and you still Mm learn something from it you learned that you didn't like it yes a good lesson to learn now (laughs) rather than 10 years down the line isn't it
0: you know it's yeah Or maybe, uh, the other thing about it is that people change and what you liked, you know, what I liked 10 years ago is not necessarily the same as what I like now. Yeah. I mean, 10 years ago, who knew that I would have, I'm staring at a flock of chickens that, you know, um, that I wouldn't have even dreamt of having 10 years ago. So, um, Hmm. or, you know, there are things that I, I absolutely do not like now that I loved 15, mm. 20 years ago. You know, it's like these are these are things, you know, you change and you have to be able to adapt and say, all right, this doesn't work or I don't like this anymore. Let's, yes. let's roll into something else.
1: Yes. And, um, you know, and there are some things that you love, but you love them because they're your hobbies, mm-hmm. not because you're trying to make a living out of them.
0: Right. Isn't it? Oh, so- Yeah.
1: It's okay yeah. if it, it, you know. Sometimes people try to monetize their hobbies. You don't don't rush into monetizing your hobbies. Sometimes your hobbies yeah. just need to be your hobbies. Uh, um, yeah,
0: no, hobbies are things you spend money on. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and <laughs> uh, I think one of my coworkers was asking um, because I've got the Twitch stream of, of the chickens. They're like, "Well, are you monetizing?" And I'm like, "No, no, this is this is purely because I want to." And you know if somebody makes a donation or something awesome if not i'm doing it because i like people like watching my chickens wander around it's very peaceful so you know (laughs) yeah Yeah. Um, Yeah, you
1: don't always have to put um, a price on the things that you love
0: yeah and the moment you change from it goes from being a hobby to something you make to actually trying to make money at it then it's a job and maybe yeah your Maybe relationship with anymore. Anymore.
1: yeah yeah your relationship with that mm-hmm. hobby will change yeah <laughs> yes yeah. and because
0: um, yeah, like the pressure like and I'm sure you've seen it as a twitch streamer or on youtubers to all right we have to monetize you have to get the commercials and this is how much money you'll make if you can do x y and z is just like it's crazy and I'm like I'm never going to be a twitch uh partner with my little chicken you know my my little chicken cam so why are why are you pushing this on me right <laughs> so i know it's true it it yeah you uh, it, it it might not
1: be fun once you have to commit yourself to a whole lot of things
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yes i think that's uh sometimes um oh so keeping keeping all of this uh, like stress and having to deal with pressure in mind um I I sometimes think that if that it it makes sense that uh, sometimes you need to take a break or take or do procrastinate. If you feel that oh, you're yeah. procrastinating from a task or a job, it's uh, it often means that you really did need to take a little bit of a break or step back from it a little bit. Um, and if you're going to step back from doing something that you're supposed to be doing, <laughs> make make it worth your while you know if you are going to noir just noir is what i say you know become a become uh i mean i i i should probably quantify what the word noir means um
0: yeah this i'm i'm, I'm like i think i know based on but i i mean yes the noir is a feeling of becoming a
1: melting slime blob in a hot spring. <laughs> it's that you're so relaxed now. You're just turning into a melting bowl of jello. Okay. So if if you're going to procrastinate,
0: mm-hmm.
1: go all in.
0: Ah, yes.
1: Take a hard reset. Take a hard reset, and really just <laughs> and. Enjoy it and enjoy your procrastination and your break. Make it worthwhile. Don't spend it on something. Don't spend your little procrastination on something pathetic like scrolling through Twitter and stressing yourself out looking at your Twitter feed. Really go all in. Go and take that hot bubble bath and read that book. You know, watch a TV Mm -hmm. show, go go for a walk go and buy yourself a scone and put lots of clotted cream on it. You know, <laughs> just embrace your procrastinating break. And then after, I think, then um, after your heart reset, maybe you will be ready to tackle what it is that you were avoiding <laughs> doing.
0: I uh, I often look at it and go, okay, this I, I cannot do this thing right now. It just is not working for me. And yeah. uh, maybe I'll pick something else too. Yeah. Uh, if nothing is working, then yes, I will just disconnect and go walk amongst the chickens or... Um, yeah, a hard you reset. Know, hard reset. You know, yeah. just, just get away and not think about whatever it is that's making me you know, frustrated or tired or that I don't want to do.
1: Yeah. And, and, and maybe that thing that you don't want to do after you've had your heart reset, maybe you don't actually need to do it.
0: (laughs) Maybe you don't.
1: Yeah. If you don't and it's stressing you out and you really actually don't need to do it, then why (laughs) don't let it go? Yeah. Put it on that boat and push it off the sea,
0: you know? (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah, push it off the tea. <laughs> yeah,
1: just you know, just let it float away. Um, but of course, if it's something that you have um, done your heart reset and you've reevaluated mm-hmm. it, and now you know that you actually do need to do it, you might feel that renewed sense of purpose. Uh, yeah. After spending that time, you know, scarfing down your clotted cream scone, and having your hot cup of hot cup of tea. Get yes. a little bit of um, a little bit of baleish Irish cream inside it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, then maybe you might be able to approach your task <laughs> with fresh eyes. Yes,
0: yeah. and I, I and that's that's important is is being able to look at something with fresh eyes. I mean, sometimes it's just I I have a, a project I'm working on now, and it involves like looking at and analyzing basically the same data repeatedly looking for changes in this and sometimes it's just like okay i can't stare at this anymore i just you know my i i it's not that i'm not analyzing or whatever it's just that my brain is tired and is unable to all right it's time to take a break Hmm. you know
1: yeah rather than hit yourself over the head of this thing
0: over and over and over again. Why can't Into I figure that. this out? Maybe it's because I've been looking at it too long. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wow. Um, so when we come back in a couple years and talk about this, or next time we talk about this, I expect <laughs> that there will be even more changes because you will be like starting along the way of progress on some of the goals, right? And That's what uh, I hope.
1: That's what I yeah. hope. But I'm um, going there. I'm taking it one step at a time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so mm-hmm. that I don't get overwhelmed. If I if I get overwhelmed, I tend to become um, paralyzed with right with it, and then I cannot do the thing that I want to do. So breaking it up into the small, manageable, bite size tasks is helpful mm-hmm. to
0: me. Yeah. Um has your has your uh, um like handling of missing goals or failure changed since the last talk
1: Nope, it is still King David style. <laughs> it's still the same. I still when I when I when you come up against that failure of the brick wall, you still yeah still go into that cave and feel all the feelings that you need to feel, you know. Still, uh, acknowledging that it's pain and suffering, and why oh why did this happen to me, and throwing bricks at the sky, and then reevaluating. For me, I pray first, and then I reevaluate, and then I move on. King David style, yes. Yeah. It is, yeah, it's still it's still the same. Definitely jump into that cave and acknowledge that you feel the feelings that you feel. It's impo- it's a, yeah, I, I think that yeah, is very important, important part of, part important. of the process. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
0: If you don't take the time to feel the feelings and you bottle them up, they're going to come out and not in the great ways.
1: Yeah, right? in, the yeah. Un- in the unhelpful way, yeah. Mm-hmm. F- feel the feelings that you feel. I mean, you you, you deserve to feel those feelings. they. they they are yours, you know you deserve to to have time to process and 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 feel them,
0: yeah uh, other side do you have you changed how you celebrate your successes? Do you celebrate your successes differently? Did you I stop do. celebrating successes
1: <laughs> definitely not stopping celebrating like successes i mm-hmm. i put i actually find i i again I go back to my bullet journal um mm-hmm. I, when I have completed something. I get to tick it off on my bullet journal. Right. And then I can actually go back even if it's a small thing. Like uh, get get specs fixed. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's a small thing replace water cylinder. You know, like <laughs> I have ticked oh, yeah, off yeah. and then and and it, it actually gives me a kick to go back and look at my bullet journal to see the tasks that I have ticked off. Because um, at, before I had uh, a way to, to know that I have done things, mm-hmm. I used to actually wonder what it is that I used to do all the time. Right, yeah, I yeah. used to wonder, why am I so busy? And then when people say, what is it that you do? I actually don't really know. <laughs> because, little problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. What do I do? I, I don't know. And then, and then I had no way of actually going back to actually see that I had done stuff. And it helps me mm-hmm. to know that, oh, these are things that I have completed and I have achieved these. Even though they are small things, there are still things that I that I did that were important to the to my family or to the day-to-day running of this household. Yeah, yeah. And it helps me to do that. And the other thing is that I um I put things on Facebook. Ah yes. In a in a collection. I now have a new collection called Sewing projects, right? Because I have mm-hmm. learned how to use a sewing machine. I'll, once I, every time I complete a project, I take a picture of it, put it on Facebook, in this little album, and be like, "Ha ha! Look at this! I have made, <laughs> I, I have hemmed a pair of jeans." There you I, go. Yay! <laughs> I have turned my son's broken jeans. Into patches for my husband's broken jeans, <laughs> so that <laughs> and, uh, so you know, yay, yay, uh-huh. S- save something from the, di- the waste dump, you know.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah,
1: and I feel happy about it, and so people feel happy that I feel happy about it, and they are happy. So I, I'm glad. Oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great, it's a great way, and of course, I still do um, take reward myself uh, as I'm doing tasks that I hate. <laughs> Spoons full of sugar style. Mm-hmm. I'm still listening to podcasts while I do my laundry. Oh, yeah. Um, but now, I also put on a pair of headphones and plug it into my phone so I can listen to Spotify while I do vacuuming
0: so, <laughs> there you go yeah. you
1: know so i don't have to listen to the sound of my vacuum i can listen to my i can listen to my podcasts
0: yeah um you're using noise cancelling headphones with that
1: no because i still need to hear things in my house um okay so so uh i still need to hear things in my house so that i know when other things that i have set in motion are done so okay. it, it's not noise-canceling headphones uh I get, I get startled by things if I go too deep into, um, into a task. (laughs) So I I can't have noise cancelling headphones. Uh, no,
0: no, I (laughs) I hear you on that one. I I understand completely the number of times I've been working on something and I've got the noise cancelling on and I've got music or something going on. And like Ursula will, will tap my shoulder or something. Ah,
1: um, you get into the flow state and then you, Mm -hmm. everything else goes away. And, um, I am I'm able to enter the flow state without noise canceling headphones. I imagine that if I go into the flow state with my noise cancelling headphones on, I will never emerge.
0: <laughs> I mean eventually or, I, or yeah.
1: eventually I may emerge with uh great force and screaming, perhaps. Like as
0: <laughs> I, <guess>. I, <laughs> I I had a great time when I was uh, uh in my twenties. And I would sit down on uh, a Sunday morning saying, I am going to work on this uh, particular piece of code. I was working on a, a, at making additions or modifications to a, a dial-up bulletin board that I had the source code for. Mm. There's a whole community around commu- contributing these changes and everybody being able to take and patch and blah, blah, blah. But uh, I, would, I would start and I would essentially get into that state and I would come out like six hours later, and um, this will tell you, you know, how many years, yeah, and (laughs) there would be like two empty beer bottles, a dirty plate, um, the ashtray would be full, and need emptying, and the code compiled, and I would have no idea what happened, just that it worked. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I guess I ate something and drank a couple beers, and uh, I need to go to the store, because I'm suddenly out of cigarettes, but I, I have no idea, and apparently it's time for dinner um you know
1: forgetting to eat or sleep that's a problem so
0: yeah 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 yeah, um, but
1: I, yeah for me uh, if i overly focus on a task uh, to the exclusion of all others um mm-hmm. uh that's 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 not good for me as in uh, i can't do that when there are small creatures in my house that need my no. attention and yeah and if if I if I overly focus on one task and one of them one of the small creatures comes and you know taps me on on my hand and I act as if uh, a you know a chess buster has come out of me <laughs> they'll be frightened and they'll run away and yeah. I don't want that
0: <laughs> except maybe the fourteen year old who will think it's funny
1: yes and. And then he might do it as a prank, which I also don't want. <laughs>
0: exactly. That is that is a concern there, yes.
1: Yeah, like, ooh, ooh, what face can Mom make today? What sound? What
0: sound can I what get? What sound, her make?
1: yes. <laughs> Does yeah. she sound like a Velociraptor? Uh, or like a Tyrannosaurus Rex?
0: Or like a Muppet. Yeah, <laughs> <It might.
1: laughs> um, Yes. A little bit yeah. of uh, Comet the Frog. Yeah. Sort of... Sure. Uh, happening
0: um cool. amusing for them but not for me <laughs> i mean that's yeah that's that's usually how it works amusing for them and and not necessarily for the parent mm. groovy uh so you know that's everything um and before we we get to the links and and things um you know we're doing the charity thing now uh, at the end of episodes and is there a charity you would in particular like to have our people support listeners um, like you <laughs>
1: <laughs> listeners like me uh i am i am thinking um about uh Barnabas fund um which is a uh right now the i think the Barnabas fund is is um very active in bringing aid to uh the countries that are along the Ukrainian border uh and uh, supporting uh, f- families and refugees who are coming out of Ukraine uh, and um if you are if you if you if you feel that you are able to um provide uh, hope and aid for uh Ukrainian refugees it's uh you can donate uh clothing or food or blankets uh to to those who are displaced from Ukraine i think the the the, the one of the the most recent issues is that there are foreign students studying in Ukraine as in uh immigrants to ukraine
0: yes yes
1: for uh, who are there for their for their further studies who are now trying to exit and because they are people of color they are not getting to they're not um they're not being treated kindly as they're exiting or trying to exit from ukraine uh and that's and that's uh and that's tough for a young person
0: it's, yeah. <laughs>
1: who has actually gone gone there in order to improve their own life and finds themselves now fleeing a war torn um death zone. Mm-hmm. So uh Banavas Fund is working to aid um all those who are persecuted who are leaving that region. Um Yeah. I will send you a link. Barnabasfun.org dot org is the website.
0: And uh I think supporting refugees I think in general, not just the current mm. um set the the current hot hot space, hot hot place, hot button. Yeah. Um I think I think continual support of, of refugees yeah. um is is very and uh you know immigrants is very important mm. um yeah so all right uh cool. we will i will make sure to get those links out thank you thank you this one goes live um now do you do you have socials you want to share with everybody more well, socials
1: no, yes. no. I
0: say, uh... <laughs> No, no. I mean,
1: I think I already mentioned the the uh, the YouTube channel and uh, the selfie underscore Trabias Twitch, where where uh, selfie and I occasionally will do uh, a video game live stream. You can come and come and say hi to us on the chat. Yes.
0: Cool. Excellent. Um, thank you so much for coming back. uh, No worries. I know it's, I know it's late evening there. So, uh, you know, giving Thank up your for Saturday evening. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, come back anytime. Um, yeah. Just drop me an email. Um, maybe, maybe next time I have selfie on, uh, you know, I'll remember to ping you instead of having her go, okay, look, you got to do the thing. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever whatever works exactly exactly, so um anyway, thank you so much and uh, yes, thank you, thank you and uh, and for the people who are listening at home, we will be back after this. We are back. Hi. That was so much fun talking to to Debbie again. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. Or I did. I mean, I always enjoy talking to Debbie and Selfie. And so, you know, it was just just fun. So, um, I want to give you our word for the week. Our word for the week is Doc Martin. After the show of the same name, Not the Boots, spelled differently. Um, and that's all one word, Doc Martin. Uh, and it will be in the uh, comments on the episode. And you can go to productivityalchemy.com with it. And you can find that little box that says badge code. Enter it and you will get a badge. And badges are cool. And I like badges. And a lot of people like badges. And you can find out more about badges in the open badge format. And you know how to get more at productivityalchemy.com. Here's a hint. The uh, the way to get most of them is to, you know, like, listen to episodes, although uh, the special fail with a little heart badge is, uh, you know, there too if you enter the right code, which, as I recall, is failed. So there you go. Uh, there's also an inbox zero badge. And, you know, I've talked about these on past episodes and, and a couple that have even gone on, you know, I've just posted on Twitter. So, there's even one for supporting me on Ko-fi, and I need to do one for Patreon. Um, but that's really not a great reason to support me on Ko-fi. As a matter of fact, uh, if you click that support link on the site, you'll see ways to support us. Don't. Just don't. We we actually, we're doing fine. We're doing great. Uh, we don't actually need... Uh, anything more than your love and your support and sharing on social media. Um, Instead, you should give your money, uh, as Debbie recommended, to the Barnabas Fund, uh, bringing aid to the countries on the Ukrainian border and supporting Ukrainian refugees, um, especially, you know, the students and people of color who need to exit uh, the Ukraine or are facing prosecution because of the Russian incursion. So, yeah, there's all of that. Um, Please go support uh, the Barnabas Fund. And if you're not comfortable supporting the Barnabas Fund, that's fine. Uh, Give to your local food bank. Uh, Trans Lifeline is always a great option, as is, you know, um, any of the other fine charities we have spoken about in the past. And that's it for this week. Uh I know the intro and outro is a little shorter this week because it's just me and you don't get the fun banter, but uh it, really Ursula's bantered out. It's it's just there's there's the well is dry at the moment. She's upstairs resting, probably playing video games, refilling that well, and I'm gonna go up there with her and we're gonna watch some moon night because it's Wednesday, so it's moon night night. That sounded weird. Anyway, you get the idea. And uh we'll talk to you more. Next week, after the book launches, and on those lines, you know, go out there and do your best to uh, stay productive, no matter what that looks like, because, you know, it looks different for everybody.